Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. here with Helen Tarrant and today I'm actually going to share with you commercial property strategies. So most people go out and they buy a commercial property and they think it's giving them $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 in positive cash flow and they said, great, I've started, I've got on my journey. Well, no, you bought a property. There's a difference between a transaction and a property strategy portfolio, how to build out that portfolio. So today I'm going to share with you the different type of properties that form a strategy in your portfolio. And then what I'm going to do is break this up into an additional three-part series. So altogether, there's four parts to this video. So today's the introduction where I'm going to introduce you four different types of properties. Uh, We're going to talk about the set and forget simple property, most likely the starter property. I'm going to talk about the undervalued property in terms of market rent. And then I'm going to talk about the property that is going to be a total uplift property. And we're going to then talk about generally mixed tenancies and properties that are a little bit more and on a grander scale. So you might want to start with something small, but work onto the grander scale of things. So When you are looking at a property, uh, whether your first one needs to help you move forward to the second one, to the third one, and going forward, where you just go and buy a property, you are doing a disservice to your portfolio. Remember, you're not only generating positive cash flow, you need to be in wealth creation. You need to look at what you're doing for yourself is creating wealth rather than just cash flow. Cash flow forms part of your wealth journey, and there's many uh, at attributes, many different areas to it. So you need to add some growth into it. You might need to add chunk deals so that you have more equity to go forward. But it's about growing your portfolio, growing a 6% yielding property to an 8% yielding property over time, making a okay property in your portfolio a great property at the time you own it. And that takes care. That means that you need to look at it as if you're tending a garden, you know, like growing the tree rather than just being transactional. It just sits there Um, Yes, it gives you 20 grand. It's really great than residential, but in the long term, it doesn't serve the purpose. It needs to serve a purpose. And anyone who's finding you a property who doesn't understand that they're wealth creation or who's not helping you with wealth creation and purely transactional, they're not the right person. You need to be with someone like us who is going to give you a strategy who's going to help you create wealth and create wealth in the fastest trajectory. And that's why we're going to share with you these different start, different types of property. So let's get started. So when we look at the first property, the first property is typically what we would look at as a set and forget type of property. And for someone starting out, this is the absolute first type of property. You can see that this is properties in Rabina. So this is in the Gold Coast. It is in a quite a populated area in Rabina. It's what we call the space building. So it is quite, uh, quite unique in itself, but lots of residential around there. Uh, we've got, it's a very simple NDIS children's allied health tenant. So very solid tenant. It's yielding 6%. It is doing, uh, it is going to give you somewhere around $30,000 in positive cash flow once you buy the property. And for most people, that's great. And that's it. But really for someone who is a strategist, someone who's looking at a property portfolio, they need to look further than that. So inspiring choice for kids, 130 square metres, net loadable area. Uh, this is a property under contract with one of our clients and um, commercial zoning, three car spaces, 
pretty property, right? It is a very simple set and forget. And if you're starting out and you're looking for something, set and forget gives you instant cash flow. This is the property for you. This is the property that is going to be simple, headache-free, giving you the cash flow, easy to retenant, easy property to hold on to. And really, it's something that you start out, help you to understand the commercial property world, transactions, and then you move on from there and you do something slightly more. You can start and use any of the property deals that I'm showing you today, but normally when we start the process, we start here. Uh, so net lettable area, easy tenancies, it's ground floor, so it's just a, a whole host of tenants, especially NDIS, medical, allied health, professional tenants, government tenants. Uh, we've got open spaces, we've got work rooms, workspaces, and we've got floor plans here, reception, waiting, play area. So this is what the property is. So the property is really, really simple. There's not really much to it. And when you start out, this is the type of property you may want to start out for you to understand how the transactions work. Now, next up, when you're looking at what potentially is the next deal, we could be looking at a property that may be a little bit under market value. So this is also a simple for the busy professional who's looking to start and looking at to be able to uh, grow their portfolio but don't really have a lot of time to work on their, their deal. So they don't want to do a total uplift. So this is a very simple, nice property, nothing to do to the property. Right? It's got an office space down the bottom, mezzanine floor above, really great. You can, you know, have to, it's it's already split into two tenancies. It's in a major industrial hub, you know, 588 square metres, 294 each side, really nice tenants, right? Two tenants divided into two, eight car spaces, got all of the stuff really easy to tenant, simple property. Now, what you look at this is that one of the tenants in this, what they don't tell you is you've got, you know, the spaces and that's it's a one-page brochure. But what they don't tell you is one of the tenants is paying on market rent and with the outgoing. So net rent plus outgoings, the other tenant is paying no outgoings and because and they're a not-for-profit. A not-for-profit tenant tend to pay a much lower rent uh, and therefore you're not getting the market value on that property. So the idea of that property is to actually buy the property with a lower yield, which probably be about 5%, so it's below market yield. But the idea is you'll swap out that tenant, put a new tenant in and market rent, and therefore then from go from a 5% to a 7%, which means you sit 1.5% above market, and then that's how you get the equity uplift. You'll refinance that once you've got both tenants in place, and that might be potentially give you another extra $100,000 or $150,000 in the transaction. And that is a property that is undervalued under market, but you've got to pick your under market rents. If you have tenants who are lifeline, who are vinnies, tenants who are happens to be not-for-profit tenants, you are not going to be able to put the rent up. The only way that's going to happen is that you're going to swap out a tenant. Now, warehouse-type properties, that's easy. Sometimes office space is easy if you divvy them up. Sometimes if you can, you know, separate uh, retail spaces, that can also work. But you are not going to be able to go to them and say, hey, this year you've got to pay 30% more in rent just because that is market rent. They're just not that type of tenant. So if you, if any agent selling you under market properties and they happen to be allied, allied health tenants, great, you can do that. Trade tenants, you can do that. Professional tenants, you do that. But if they are not-for-profit tenants, uh, church tenants, or any of those organisations that depend on government grant and, and good donations, you're not going to be able to put the rents up. You'll have to swap out the tenants. That's where the difference comes in. And when you swap out the tenants, there's going to be some costs, but you've got to weigh the costs. Like, for example, swapping out this warehouse tenant might be that, you know, you do, uh, it might be, say, $20,000, 
and but you're getting a hundred thousand dollars in game, right? So you just got to look at the cost of that, uh, and and to understand that in, in more detail you know, as you go through the due diligence process as well. Um, so when you look at the um, property, is a property in uh, in Townsville, so it's in Hermit Park. And the reason I want to share with you this property is because this property is a total uplift. So when we look at this property, I mean this was listed in 2020. Now in 2021, the update on this property is something totally different. So uh, this property itself, it's large large warehouse office retail space. So it does have a bit of everything, but it's about how you carve up the property. And with an uplift property, if you don't go and either site it physically, and this is why we get someone on the ground to site it, if you don't site it physically and you don't look at how the layout is and you don't know what's going on in that property in terms of how you reconfigure it, or whether it's just putting a partition wall, then you are not able to work out if the prop how much the property is going to cost and how you're going to tenant this property. So when we look at this property, large it's a large corner site, which is great. You've got um, the containers there, which is additional income. But the property itself is mixed zoned, uh, about 1,500 square metres of land, 850 square metres of net lettable area. So really great. At the moment, it's showing what the original ten three tenancies used to be, but now it has got one tenant. Mr. Rentals there. You've got the leading training assets who have moved, uh, and you've got Norris who've been there for 15 years who've also moved as well. So the current holding income is about $53,000 gross, which means that it's covering the outgoings. And if you get into this deal, like most uplift deals, you've got to be either neutral or just a little bit negative. And what we're seeing here is that this originally have three tenancies, but that you've got your rates notice, you've got your insurance, management fees, and common area electricity. But until you walk through this property and you're going to see and you, you're going to understand that sometimes some of the walls cannot be moved, sometimes that there's structural walls, sometimes you have to separate new air conditioning, sometimes you have to add um, more common area spaces or you might have to add additional toilets those things are starting to cost money now they want 1.3 million for this property after we walked around this property we actually think you know the deal should be somewhere 1.1 to 1.2 because there's probably somewhere around a hundred thousand minimum to maybe two hundred thousand dollars of cost because some of the big spaces of a hundred um, 190 square meters downstairs and 200, uh, 409 upstairs need to be split up. So 190 should be split up into two downstairs, two retail spaces. Upstairs should probably be three or four spaces between 80 to 120 uh, square meter space, make it easy, lettable for tenants. So do you need to create more amenities? Do you need to move some walls? Do you need to obviously add individual air conditions to all of these places? It starts to add up as well. So that's one of the things you you got to work out but the other thing is one of the things you've got to be aware of is when you only have one tenant when that tenant's lease comes up you you know there's a lot more power for them to negotiate with you uh, on this and the reason for them to negotiate this with you is because they know the only tenant and you don't want a full vacancy and so you got to you have a timing issue where you've got to put new tenants in as these leases come up. So, I mean, if you're part of our sourcing client and sourcing program and you're part of our mentoring program, we're going to mentor you through all of this. We're going to help you understand how to do an uplift, fundamentally different from doing a set and forget. And that's why um, you need to actually have the expertise. And that's one of why we're one of the foremost commercial property buyers agency in Australia is because we actually understand strategy. We understand how to help you with an uplift, how to mentor you through it, what to do, what not to do. And we help you pick the deals. Like, 
we're comparing this deal with a deal in Brisbane, which we're also seeing tomorrow. And we're going to then compare the deals and work out which is the best for our client day some situation as well. So ultimately, when we're looking at other deals, you might want to start out with a, a deal like that in Rabina and end up with a deal like this in Gordon Vale. Now, this deal was done a couple of years ago. Uh, it is an older style arcade, but it's a multi-tenanted arcade uh, property. And this deal, this property is just outside of Cairns, and you can see that it is a large footprint. Uh, we've got an IGA behind it, but it's got an arcade. It's got about 14 tenants in there, uh, about two and a half, you know, two point uh, 2,400 square metres of space, 1,600 square metres of building. So huge, 14 tenancies, 140,000 are very cheap because when you're outside, um, and I always say that in a recession, what you'll find or any downturn or any changes in the market, you'll find that the lowest denominator with a property means that everything gets tenanted. And this property, Every time they have a vacancy, it gets tenanted straight away because they're cheap. And, you know, any tenant can afford anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000 for rent when they're starting out. So they have binnies there. They've got trolley carts. They've got a physio. They've got a, a, a tarot reading lady. There's all sorts of things. I mean, it was asking 1.45 because it's 9.7% yield, but we did this a couple of years ago. So, you know, the, back then the yields there are about 10%, but right now, um, the yield in that area is about 7%. So that's how much it's compressed in the last two years. But just sort of show you sort of some, some examples of it. That is sort of all the shops there, right? And obviously during that time, we've renewed the leases that we've held it. But look at all of that. Now, to line up all the ducks, there's a lot of moving pieces. And um, when you look at this, you've got council rates, you've got land tax, you've got electricity, insurance, common area cleaning, garden care, repairs and maintenance, management fees. There's a lot of outgoings on that property right? And it is not for the faint-hearted. If you don't know how to do your first property, you don't know how to do your uplift property, you don't know how to do multi-tenancies, this kind of deal can be quite challenging. And this is also why and there's also one residence up there as well, just throw it in the mix. And this is why it's important to start at the beginning, build a strategy so that you totally understand where you can start and where you end up and how you get from the one property to the second property to the third property and really build out that portfolio. Strategy is paramount when you're looking at commercial property. Uh, cash flow is great, but you've got to know how you're on a trajectory to continue to get cash flow, continue to draw down on equity and continue to grow your portfolio. So if that is what you're looking for and you're looking and in the next few videos, we're going to drill down really deep into each of the properties. Uh, if that's what is your what you're looking for, then I suggest you reach out to us, Helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au or simply go to helentarrant.com. Find out all about what we do, how we can help you jump on a strategy call. Let us build out a strategy for you before you implement. And this way, you know how soon you can get to your retirement goal. And I can guarantee you it's probably sooner than you think if implemented the right way. So until next time, leave me a comment. Let me know if there's any additional uh, any additional topics in commercial property you want me to cover and don't stop hunting. And I look forward to speaking to you on a strategy call. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.